never found never forgotten we first want to just say thank you to all the people who listened to our very first episode i was super excited about how many listeners that we got 29 listeners as of, of just a few hours ago yeah 29 um we also had one of our listeners clear up the whole t- uh you have to be missing you have to wait 24 hours to right. report a person missing and so that is not true even for adults um, you should report a person missing as soon as possible. Um, so thank you, Rachel, for that information. Woohoo! Shout out. So this week I Never Found, Never Forgotten, we're talking about a case that uh, Kayla actually loves and recommended that we do. And it's the disappearance of nine-year-old Asia Degree. Um, just a little background on why I recommended it. I actually heard this on another podcast that I was listening to, um, and it just kind of stuck with me because of how young she was. Um, Aisha was only a nine-year-old girl, and that just blows my mind still to this day. Um, so I wanted to go ahead and shed some more light on her case. Yeah. And some of the circumstances around her case. Oh, are yeah. It's sort very of odd for nine year Yeah. Old, very interesting. Um, and there are leads to this one, which I think it makes it uh, yeah. more interesting to me. Like, I want to know. Um, so, Aisha was last seen on February 14th, 2000. She was last seen asleep in her family's apartment at about 2.30. Her dad actually worked the late shift, the night shift. So, he got home around 12.30 that night. And when he got home, he checked, and Aisha and her brother were both sleeping in their shared bedroom. He stayed up until about 2.30 a.m. and decided it was time for bed. He checked on them one more time before heading to bed, and they were both still sleeping in their bedroom. Um, the next morning, when the mom got up, it was about 6.30, she was getting them up and ready for school. She went in to check on them, and Aisha wasn't in her bed when she spoke with the brother about it, the brother um, reported hearing some noises the night before, like rustling in her bed, but just assumed she was changing positions and didn't really um, open his eyes or roll over or pay attention to what she was doing. Police were called immediately and they searched the area around the apartment, but it, it didn't turn up any clues. A few truck drivers reported seeing her walking along or seeing a girl that matched Aisha's description, walking along Highway 18 between 3.30 and 4.15 a.m., and that was about a mile from her home. She also may have been seen getting into a large green car. Um, It was described as being like a 1970s model car. Aisha was described as being pretty shy and pretty quiet. She was a really good student and had a pretty happy home life. Um, police kind of think she left on her own, own accord, but at this point, it's still unclear why she left. One of the theories that they put forward was that her fourth grade class had recently read The Whipping Boy, um, and that's a book in which a commoner takes the punishment for a prince 
the two end up running away together. They have all sorts of fun adventures. Um, and so police kind of point to this as a possible reason why she left. I'm not sure I it believe makes sense. that. Yeah. Um, I'm not sure a nine-year-old can think like that. I don't know. Yeah. Or would think something she read in her in a fictional book would be a good idea to yeah, try out. Yeah. Um, something I read did say that um, it appeared as though she had packed yes like a book bag prior so that like um the police kind of believed that she had intent of leaving Mm -hmm. it wasn't just like a spur of the moment thing it was kind of a wait until everyone was sleeping get the backpack i already packed and leave so i guess that kind of goes with the theory but um her parents did say that her basketball team had lost their first game the night before and that asia was really upset about it but she had calmed down a few hours later um, so that was kind of one of their other ideas. But again, again, I'm like, yeah, I feel like it's a basketball game. How upset could a nine year old? I mean, of course, they're dramatic and they get upset, but and I'm not a sporty person by any means. So I'm oh, like, please. a sports game. Come on. <laughs> yeah. But even if you were, I think at nine years old, how how seriously can you honestly take the sport that you're so upset you're going to pack run a bag away. and run away? Right. Right. So, um, as we said earlier, several items of clothing were missing from her room. She had clearly packed a backpack ahead of time, and her backpack and a Tweety Bird purse were missing from her room. Um, A pencil, a marker, a Mickey Mouse hair bow were all found in the doorway of a shed on Highway 18 near where she was seen walking. This was just about a mile from her home. Then, on August 18th, 2001, almost 18 months after her disappearance, a contractor was building off of Highway 18 and actually found um, a backpack, and it was verified to be Asia Degrees' yes. backpack. <clears throat> um, what was interesting about the location of the backpack was that it was in the opposite direction of where Asia was last seen, and it was about 26 miles from her home. It was double-wrapped in black trash bags and buried. It was sent for forensic testing, but those results were not released to the public. After the discovery of the backpack, police do believe that foul play is involved, um, but no additional uh, evidence was turned up in a search of that property. I think that's one of the things that makes me... Makes me automatically think foul play. Like, maybe she did leave on her own accord, pack her backpack. But something happened. But something somewhere happened because I don't think a nine-year-old digs a hole and double trash bags their own book bag and buries it for later. Right. That was one of the, like, speculations that I heard was that she buried it to come back to. But I I, I don't know. Yeah, nine-year-olds I know today aren't even that, like, calculated, let alone, you know, almost 20 years ago. Yeah. Are they going to be not smart enough? I don't want to say smart enough, but, you know. Um, aware enough. Yeah. Knowledge. Thinking of the future enough to, like, you're nine years old. You don't even think about the next day, day. let right. alone, you know, I better bury my backpack so I can come back for it. Right. Just and weird. it was 26 miles away from where she was last seen. Right. Know, like, that's so it makes you think distance. she definitely did get in a car somewhere. Um, In 2018, police were asking for information about a book, Dr. Seuss's McElliott's Pool, and a New Kid on the Block t-shirt. They were trying to find um, 
the source of those. Mm -hmm. So apparently the Dr. Seuss McElliott's pool was signed out of a library and they said whoever signed it out knew something. Um, They didn't say how these were linked to her disappearance. It was very vague. But they asked that anyone who may have checked that book out of the Falston Elementary School Media Center or anyone who may recognize the New Kids on the Block shirt to contact the Cleveland County Sheriff's Office at 704-484-4822. There is a $45,000 reward for this information. Um, so when I was first researching this case, um, I had also heard of Aisha's case on another podcast, but what I didn't know was that there are two other missing women from this area, um, and so I thought we should tell you about them because we hadn't heard about them, um, and that's sort of the point of our podcast is to give some attention to those lesser known cases. Um, so Sarah Graham went missing on February 4th, 2015, and Abby Patterson went missing on September 5th, 2017. Sarah Graham is missing from the Fairmount, North Carolina area. She was 19 years old when she went missing. She left her home at 6.30 a.m. to go to work at Walmart. She was supposed to start her shift at 7 a.m., but she never arrived at work. Police later found a vehicle about 12.15 parked in a field several feet off the road. Um, It was locked, and it appeared to have been just left there or abandoned. Sarah had recently moved from Texas to live with her father, Hubert, and her stepmother, Connie. Both Hubert and Connie worked for the Robeson County Sheriff's Office. However, on March 18th, just a few weeks after Sarah's disappearance, Connie was fired from her job after 23 years. Authorities have not said why she was fired. Interesting. But yeah. Seems a little suspicious. Right. Like you've worked makes there you, for makes you wonder. You've worked there for twenty three years and then your stepdaughter goes missing and then all of a sudden you're you fired. lost your job. Yeah. yeah. In December of 2018, skeletal remains were found near Rex, North Carolina. Sarah's dental records were submitted to see if they matched the remains that were found, but there's no report to say whether they matched or didn't. Anyone with information on the disappearance of Sarah Graham can contact the Robeson County Sheriff's Department at 910-671-3170. Sarah is described as a Native American woman woman, with brown hair and brown eyes. She was wearing eyeglasses and had braces at the time of her disappearance. The other missing woman is Abby Patterson. She went missing on September 5th, 2017 from Lumberton, North Carolina. She was 20 years old at the time of her disappearance. Abby was originally from Jacksonville, Florida, and she was visiting her mom in Lumberton after spending time in a rehab for a heroin addiction. At 11.30 a.m. that morning, Abby said she had to run some errands and that she would be back in about an hour. Witnesses saw her get into a Buick sedan. When Abby didn't arrive back home, her mom reported her missing around 6 p.m. Police were able to identify the driver of the Buick, and the owner of the vehicle said that they had dropped Abby off somewhere else. No other information was provided, so we don't know if the owner was male or female. Okay. And we don't know where that person dropped her off. Right. Um, a pond a pond near Lumberton was searched, but no evidence was found, and police didn't say why they um, had searched that particular pond. Anyone with information regarding Abby's disappearance 
can call the Lumberton Police Department at 910-671-3845. Just this year, Aquila Degree, which was Asia Degree from the first story's mom, said everything goes through your mind 24-7. You see other people who would have grown up or graduated high school with her. You look at their lives and see they have families or their career or their traveling or whatever, and you realize you missed out on a lot. You can't move on. You're stuck. You can't grieve. You don't have no closure. You can't give up because as a parent, nothing will have you give up on your child. You can only move so far, but it's always there. Every day is the first thing you think about when you wake up and the last thing you think about when you go to sleep. You wonder, okay, I'm getting in my bed. Does she have a bed? If you are eating, you wonder if she is eating or has she been eating. I think that's chilling. I mean, Mm -hmm. it's kind of what we talked about on the first case. Like, it's got to be harder knowing they're missing without any Mm -hmm. answers than to know, you know, Mm -hmm. that they were met with foul play and, you know, know that they came into harm's way. Right. But now they're resting. Yeah. Especially a nine-year-old. I mean, I'm not saying it's hard. It's easier to lose like an adult child, but a nine-year-old, like she, she had so much life. Oh yeah, to live. And like as your as a parent, like you are still full, full, full parent. Yeah. Mode. yeah, yeah, yeah. Um. So I just want to give you those phone numbers one more time. Uh, for information regarding Asia Degree, please call the Cleveland County Sheriff's Office at seven zero four four eight four. 4822. For Sarah Graham, you can contact the Robeson County Sheriff's Department at 910-671-3170. And for Abby Patterson, you can contact the Lumberton Police Department at 910-671-3845.